It's always about the consenting. And you saw the OnlyFans oh, yeah. video, guys, so you can go back to that. This is Kilimanjaro Podcast. We're back here with uh, Mr. Reveal. So if you want to reveal some information about you at the beginning, a little introduction, sure, go ahead, tell the people who you are. For sure. So my name is Reveal. Um, I'm a 20-year-old rapper, producer, songwriter, coming from London, Southeast London. And really and truly just, um, just putting my music out there to talk about people that kind of come from my background and just really and truly pushing the music for the people that, you know, I've seen so many broken dreams in my family, just doing what I can do, having people judge me about it, but just focusing on helping my people come up and um, all align with great music. Yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, like, we all know the shit that um, is told in our kind of culture, right? Or to be honest with you, in international cultures, right? Like, we see Mm -hmm. a pattern which is like, okay, cool, you guys have to realize that we came to this country for a little bit of, you know, empowerment. We want a good schooling system. We want you guys to be safe and secure, mm-hmm. right? And so they tell us to be doctors, lawyers, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. We don't need to say that, right? Because it's overplayed in the podcast space so mm-hmm. much. I started with yeah. that shit, you know? I was like, you know what? I'm going to talk about this like it's gospel. I feel like I have a good point yeah. here, but really and truly, it's just what all of us see now. And I think that's coming to the surface. So mm. even when you look at the comedy space, for example, now, right? Like you see people like Hasan Minaj coming up, whereas mm. we didn't really have any Indian comics. Like yeah. Akash Singh is there now, right? He's part of Flagrant 2. I don't know if you know that podcast. I'm not familiar now. No, no. I'll, I'll send you the video, you know, if you like, you like no, it. Right. Yeah, like he's, um, he's again very good at picking apart politics in America and kind of taking the funny out of it, right? Or taking yeah. the funny in it um yeah. but yeah man why are you so philosophical in your reps like are you a deep thinker would you say or definitely I think I think when it comes to any type of art is it like your therapy the way... yeah I don't want to be the cliche of like you know my art is the way I express myself but the thing <laughs> is for us for us artists whatever it is drawing or music it's it's not necessarily where we just express ourselves, it's where we can just get the most out of ourselves. Because yeah. when we speak to people on a daily, you know, there's most of us artists, like I'm not introverted. I'm I'm introvert, I can be introverted when I can be, but I can be extroverted when I can be. But yeah. most of the time I'm introverted. Right? Yeah. I think, yeah, I think that's the I, I don't know the technical words in that, but yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But for us artists, I think we just we're able to be ourselves and know ourselves when we do our art. So I think it's, it's more than expression, it's, it's understanding and it's, and it's really um, honing ourselves rather than just like showing the people who we are. Like we're kind of showing ourselves who we are as well. That's what yeah, exactly. It, yeah. Because it's not like you just, it's not like you've already discovered all of the shit about yourself and then you're putting it onto paper. Like no one has yes. so much clue about themselves because they're still growing every day, right? Like I just turned 25. Mm. If I look at myself yeah. when I'm 20, I was like, I don't even know that kid, bro. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't exist to me because the knowledge that I've found in those last five years makes that guy's opinions redundant. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I guess, I guess uh, we, we get caught up in this thing where it's like creativity is our outlet and we must express ourselves because although it empowers a lot of people, it gives a lot of people a platform to speak who might not deserve that platform kind of thing yeah and that's what yeah sorry no you carry on you carry on your point no yeah I think that's I think that's the thing with 
I think we've hit a bit of a problem in social media now as well. There's yeah. not a problem with everyone having a voice. It's just that when there's too many voices, you don't know what to focus on. I heard this quote, I forgot who said it, but they said, um, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. And I think yeah. on the internet, you hear so much now. So you, you, you hear there'll be one subject line and you get 10 people saying 10 different things now. And it's like, this guy's true, this guy's true, this guy's true. So I think everyone has to have their own values and what they believe in. And it's important to step away from social media and understand that um, understand that it's a place where everyone has a voice. So don't yeah. take everything literally. Don't take everything to heart. I get annoyed when people take a lot of social media stuff to heart because it's, it's just, it's just like you're, it's just you're just choosing to be annoyed out of you like you it's literally like going out to the street um yeah. looking at someone you don't like and being like i'm gonna be pissed off with you because i don't like the way you look it's literally like that so I think it's like knowing time. that a girl is troublesome and is going to give you issues and is probably going to yeah. suck up your money and you're like you know what i'm still going to go for it and then two months down the line you're getting pissed off because she's taking your money you're going like this you're going like that and then you're on social media feeding the people who are like you those nuggets so that they can be exactly, yeah. a more exaggerated version of that yeah it's another another great, great example for sure do you know what i mean it's just yeah man. you have to have something to stand on and i wanted to ask you what are your most important values like when you're when you're making music yeah what are the things that make you be like this is worth it now or the feedback that you get for example like what feedback are you looking forward to getting from the art that you're putting out there? Feedback's an interesting one because you can't get too gassed with the good ones. You know, sometimes criticism is more valuable than the positive um, mm -hmm. feedback you get. Sometimes positive feedback is anyone can give that. But when someone critiques yeah. you, there's actually a little bit more value in that. You might get some people critique you and just say some BS, you know, but you get some people to critique you and you could be like, you know what, they said something there. Whereas if everyone's saying it's good, it's good, it's good, you can't level up from that. Yeah. Um, but to answer your question on values, for me, it's um, being as real as I can um, in, in any way possible, whether yeah. that's... Um, that's a hard thing to even say, bro, on a podcast, because when you start mm -hmm. saying, I want to be real, what does that even mean? Because you don't even technically know what the real version of reveal is yet. Mm -hmm. You know? For people... Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know, but the, the only thing I can do is do what feels right to me. And that's what I feel like where my values lie is it's um, doing what feels right, doing what, you know, I know is right. I also, you know, we also know like what's out of line and things like that. But when it comes to the music, it's more about the values lying, the way I've been brought up and the things I talk about that I know is going to relate to my people. The thing, mm. if I know I'm, if I know I'm going to talk about something and it could trigger some people, I know, some, I know there's some value in there because it means I'm hitting people, you know. There'll be some songs yeah. where I'm having a bit of fun, but if I'm making something and I know it's gonna touch someone or it's gonna it's gonna make them think or it, or it might even make them criticize me, then I know there's some value in there. Um, yeah, exactly. But it all boils down to like realism and and true realism, you know, not realism in the sense of being real because everyone else is saying they're real. Mm. I think realism is just being being real with your values and also in a general manner as well. But most yeah. importantly, being real to yourself. And I think you, you said something perfect there about like, you have to stand for something, even if that something changes, because we're always going to get new facts thrown at us, right? And new facts oh, yes. should lead to new opinions. But yeah. I feel like 
a problem with social media and obviously we'll cap the social media topic because everyone talks about it right um here but people get caught up in other people's opinions and then they take on those opinions for the rest of their life and they become an echo chamber basically you know mm -hmm. and that's well, why you, that's why you have to step away that's why it's necessary mm -hmm. it's not because social media is all flashy it is designed mm -hmm. to trigger you 100 yeah, yeah, because people it's, designed for that. it's an attention center so every every single thing you see is trying to grab your attention that's a lot on the mind when you think about it. Imagine walking out in the street and everything and everyone is trying to grab your attention. It's not like that in real life. You're going about your own mm -hmm. thing, you know? So I thought that's, I mean, I don't want to go on the topic too long, but I feel like that's why a lot of people are in like a, almost a depression mind state. It's not one of the, it's not the entire reason, but there's so, so much, especially when you're coming up as a kid. And I know people that are in like, you know, lower spaces, they just see so much on the internet. When you consume so much, it's true. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. But um, we can put that topic to the side because i know a lot of people rinse that yeah man but it's, it's the same thing it's like you know even when you're let's say working in the office and you have people mm -hmm. looking or you think people are looking around at you or like let's give the example that people can relate to because everyone's watching top boy right now right like let's say uh yeah. people are smoking in the whip and they hear a siren and they're paranoid about mm -hmm. it but they've already gone past yeah you know it's that same mm -hmm. paranoia of everyone's watching you and that's what you get from social media. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, exactly. Everyone's watching your every move. You put out something, you're bound to get mm -hmm. comment. If you give backlash to that comment or if you react to it, then you're automatically weak and people will come for you there. Mm -hmm. If you do something that's out of the ordinary or you try and rise up from lower middle-class scenarios and you try and make something out of yourself, the first critique that you're going to get is this is not secure you're going to flop and when you flop i'm going to say i told you so yeah as an artist have you heard mm. anyone say that to you and how did you get yeah. that you know seen i know you have obviously yeah no of course um i'm giving yeah, you a I mean, name right there man just take it <laughs> yeah no hundred man no i've yeah. seen it a lot on like I mean, TikTok's a brutal place, man. If you're, if you're going on TikTok and you're expecting just to get love, then you got to think again. Bro, I can't, no, even, I can't even go on that app, bro. Yeah. Like, I've tried it. I know I need to post stuff, you know, I need to post the clips, you know. TikTok, yeah. the clips are coming to you, okay? Don't worry. Mm -hmm. But I'm just on that app for an hour or so, bro, because it's so mm -hmm. quick. Like, the 15 seconds yeah. goes like this, right? And then you're there for two hours. Like, I was supposed to go to a meeting, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, no, exactly. I think... Okay. Um, How did you overcome it? Sorry. No, no worries. It's all good. Um, for me, I, when I first got a bit of hate, I I'm always expecting some type of backlash because I I you know as an artist and I believe I'm a great I create great music. I get good feedback as well. But you know, good feedback. You know, if someone says they like you a million times. It doesn't mean um, anything. Or, you know, the more they say it, the more it kind of means less. Yeah. The first type of hate I, I used to get was um. Just me being like an Indian rapper, like people saying, like, stick to your day job. Yeah. And, like, um, like, why are you running a corner uh, shop right now? Like, come on, bro. Like, where's your priorities? Some at? dumb shit, you know. That some, kind of shit. I don't know. Are we yeah. last way on it? Huh? Yeah, yeah, of course. What? Okay, cool. All right, cool. So, yeah. No, so, they'll be saying some dumb shit on them. Um, yeah, about being Indian or because I don't know if you heard my, a lot of my music, but um, I actually rap in an accent. And that kind of links to me being really. Hey, you rap a bit American, don't you? 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I get a lot of critiques from that because people see I'm from London and they'll be like, why the American accent? I get some genuine people asking me. Then I get some yes. people being like, oh, he's trying to be someone else. Um, I so see. Yeah, I've had kind of tried to negate that by doing like some speaking little videos. So you're like, I'm giving you best of both worlds here, guys. So you can't really be mad at me. You know what I mean? I'm still saying I'm from London. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's different if I was like claiming I was from somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, exactly. But for, exactly. Me, for me, it's if just you're about, doing like, some 21 Savage shit, then you know. Yeah, see, I don't even know what that guy is. I don't know if what his situation is, but yeah, he makes hard music. So he makes hard music, though. I don't care. I'm blasting that shit out. Well, there you go, man. Yeah, <laughs> see, you'll see what people really care about in the end, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but for me, dealing with it, man, you get numb to it. Um, and also, you realize that for the one person that might show hate, you get twenty people that follow you and show love. So, um, you know, even if you're, if even if like you're looking to get on TikTok, just like understand, it's for anyone. Understand yeah. that if you are getting on there. Um, as long as you know your content's good and stuff, you're gonna get more love than hate. And sometimes the hate can be valuable. So just have a look at it, but read it in a neutral sense. Even read good comments in a neutral sense. Don't look at good comments and get gassed too much. You should be yes, gassing yourself yes. in your own way. But look yes. at everything in a neutral aspect and be like, can I learn something from, from this comment? Or is it some just some waste man chatting shit? Might be waste man chatting shit, then you put it to the side. If not, then you just, you just roll with it. Yeah. But you said you got none to it, right? No. It might be easy for you to say because you may have done the work behind the scenes and you may have realized, you know, I should be neutral because if I don't, then I won't learn anything. I should be looking at everything as a learning experience because to be honest with you, that's what humans were designed for, right? Humans were designed for that uphill climb. Mm -hmm. um, and that's why our ancestors were the way they, they were. That's why we have, you know, a fight and flight mode, all of this shit. But for the people who aren't, don't find that easy to see something as neutral and they get pulled emotionally maybe because they've had a mad relationship that have has taken away the equilibrium see why i did that but yeah the equilibrium thing um yeah. what would you say to those people like what advice would you have to give i would say for people when something affects you emotionally you need to be able to leave the emotional state in order to assess how to move forward from it and that can be hard. Of course, it can be hard because when you've been affected emotionally, yeah. um, the more you get affected emotionally, the more you are emotional most of the time. So um, for anyone that you know, finds it hard to get across those critiques, whether it is in relationships or if it is on someone on TikTok, I'd say just take your time out to not be emotional for a while and yeah. trust yourself to when you're not emotional, analyze and be like, cool, how can I move forward with this? Did I learn something from this? Um, if I want to prosper in this thing, how can I do that? Yeah. Um, never make any decisions when you're emotional, man, because you make the worst decisions when you're emotional. It's just yeah. trying to get out of that state and then assessing it from, you know, it's almost like meditation. You're getting out of your feelings and then assessing the way yeah. you can look at things and then moving forward with it. So that's yeah. what I'd say. And that's um, basically one of the books that me and my co-host have read before is like the third circle theory. And the third circle theory, the premise of it is getting out of, you and seeing yourself from a third person's perspective so you can essentially play a game like sims where you're controlling everything and you're making more logical moves than you are emotional moves yeah and it really comes down to respecting yourself right so i think i i do writing as well on the side and on my poetry page i have this quote which goes if energy is your currency then respect yours and if you need to recalibrate, take a moment, just pause, right? 
And it's a very simple quote, but it's essentially taking the time to stop your impulsive thoughts and start assessing rather than mm -hmm. reacting. Exactly. You know? Mm -hmm. that's, that's true. What was that, what was that book called? Uh, Third Circle Theory. Third Circle Theory. Who's that by? Uh, let me let me look it up quickly. Let's no cut this bit out, CJ. I know the book though. I know the book. No worries. That's third circle theory. Because yeah, that's that's in essence kind of. I've, I mean, I haven't. It's I by meditate Pejman, myself. It's by um Pejman Gadimi. Okay, third circle theory. I remember that though. Yeah, so it's ba it's basically those kind of books that are self help, but it goes against what society normally tells you, right? Got you. I want I wanted to talk a bit about society. Like, what's your What's your view on to appreciate what they're trying to get most people to do? Or do you think that it is made for workers? Like they're just trying to produce workers for you, for the world? To provide an ecosystem. Do you mean general society or like society in different stages in your life? For example, school society, work society, like. Yeah, yeah. Like all, like all of the organized shit that we have to go through in order to get to adulthood. I think um, we'll get onto your school in a second, but yeah, like what is your overview? Yeah. First? General thing for me is um, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of misdirection, or yeah. or I'd say there's a lot of incorrect direction because I feel like people believe they should be going one way, and people put things down to a lot of things, and I think those things are like status, respect, and money money being a big one now i think yeah. anyone thinks you know if they're not making enough money they will easily look at another person and be like okay i need to go on that stage mm -hmm. so i do feel like there's a lot of staples that society has built in us to make us think that we have to have these things and and even if we somewhat start to believe that we don't have to have these things we obviously need a few things like look, of course you need money yeah, of course stuff. you need money but, but there's, there's people out there that can live happily with, you know, a part-time job and just kind of being at home that can genuinely be happy and be prosperous people. Um, I think with society is, I think indulging it, it's not, it's a great space to learn about other people, but if you have the opportunity to step back and assess, I feel like the most important thing whilst being in the society is just understanding what, what you want to do and what you want to be. And just understanding that if there's, people in the world that have done things that aren't necessarily in your society that doesn't mean you can't do it it means you just need to take yourself out of that society because we're taught you know it goes back to like the culture thing we're taught to um, get certain jobs or you know I remember in my school we used to um, we used to do these things where they would like align our subjects with our possible future jobs and stuff and, yeah. and, and one of them said like um uh, dream to have like a good job and stuff and it said at the end um don't, it said at the end don't be like stupid and try to meet taylor swift because don't be too delusional and when i read that me and me and one of my g's that i'm still around with now we was just like <coughs> everyone everyone it would think that's a normal thing but to say that to a kid it's just like you're and this is what society does it just blocks a train of thought it blocks a train of thought so much that there's so much above that these kids feel like it's not possible. Now, it's the same with TikTok. The reason why people are hating is because they don't, they, they can't do it. So why the hell do they think someone like me can do it? It looks exactly like them. Yeah, so exactly. with society, I feel like the best way to go forward with it is 
it's good to be in society. It's good to learn with it. I don't think I've had a ne- negative experiences. Of course, it's good. I mean, I've had negative experiences, but it's ne- never been degrading. It's been more useful and, and I've learned from it. But the, best, the biggest thing I'd say, man, is find out what you want to do. And if you don't know what you want to do, then just just move forward with anything and then you'll find that out. But don't go by the train and just see what everyone else is doing, man. Your happiness and your mindfulness comes before anything. Yeah, but it sucks because there's people out there who don't know what they want to do. And then because it's their last resort or they think it's their last resort, they take the train and they take all the criticism that comes from the train. And then criticism leads to looking for someone who's doing their shit that they wanted to do at one point in time and resent them for it. And then that Mm -hmm. becomes their new goal. Because, you know, we still have to have an ego about something because we're human beings, right? Sure. So it would be nice to have an ego about creating amazing music or, you know, what I want to do, which is like build this podcast up and then have a marketing agency on the side, right? Like it would be nice to have that. But then I feel like people don't allow themselves to get anxious enough or to have the need for something enough to not take the train realizing that because you were like okay i need to transcend my family line i need to see all of these broken pieces that people haven't picked up and then i need to look at myself in the mirror see all of the pieces that i need to pick up and then do something that will allow me the freedom to tell I don't know what you do it for, but for me, it's to tell my kids, listen, you can do whatever you want to do. You know? I think what that what you said is true is um people don't allow themselves to get out of that train. And and it's important and it's tough because the the reality of it is true. Like not everyone's gonna, you know, we're not gonna reach a stage where in life everyone's following their passion. There has to there has to have there has to be has other to people, be, right, for the ecosystem to exist. Exactly. There has, there has to, to be, a to be just workers. There has to be people at Nando serving the chicken. It has to be. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Who doesn't want to go to Nando's, bro? You yeah, better yeah. work there, you know what I'm saying? I went so, there just now, Perry Tamer, all the way. You can't get anything else. If you do, then you suck. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, If people I take think, that to heart, then guess what? They're probably not going to chase their dreams because they're fickle 100. and they don't stand for something. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, yeah so, so i think <laughs> it's understanding that there's going to be balance and like even me i've tried to help so many people and I've, I have, I've had to tell myself the best thing is for me to be an example rather than try and push like when i meet people i'll try and push them initially because i'm i'm, I'm just generally like that i'm gonna definitely try digging. and help people <laughs> but definitely digging into this because i was the same way bro like yeah go uh, but i've learned to and then realize that it wasn't the best thing for me to do or for them mm. but yeah. yeah yeah i think the best way i move with that now is i see someone if i see something in them or something i believe in them yeah. i will push them to it as much as i can knowing it's not hurting me and knowing if they do it they do it good and i can help it's them more if they don't then... then you won't do it sorry if it's a detriment to you then you won't do it and if it's calm no, yeah, I... if it's not affecting you or if it's not taking away sucking your energy blah 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 so, exactly yeah I have, I have some time for you I can tell exactly. Yeah, it's nice to say that shit as well. Makes you feel yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, and you you gotta have the balance of it. You can't be too nice, and yeah, I think the best thing is lead by example, help people where you can, but never help people where you're putting them before yourself. 
yeah, exactly. Don't yeah. Ever be big fan, you, yeah. you can never do that because then, again, you don't respect yourself, right? 100, man, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, rational anxiety is a huge thing, obviously. Uh, they bring up a lot in the social dynamo on Netflix. So it touches upon the fact that We've been given a digital pacifier. If you want to say it's social media, social media, but we used to get it from the news. We used to get it from everything, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's essentially anything that allows us to close off our real life and entertain ourselves with something else. Distraction, yeah. I mean, I've been at the stage where I was entertaining myself so much and this was in lockdown, Right. So for the first four months of lockdown, we were telling ourselves, OK, we're going to learn a new skill. I'm going to start chefing it up, bro, because I want to be mm. my wife in it. Like, I'm not going to allow my wife to be like, you don't even cook for me. I don't want her to have that to say to me. So I'm like, I'm going to learn this, innit? But yeah, yeah. throughout time, obviously, we're at home so much. Um, what else are we supposed to do? Mm. And then we are literally having this digital pacifier to the point where if we put our phone down, then it's the worst thing in the world. We're like, oh, we're not getting enough endorphins in, you know? We're not getting enough uh, excitement. We need to go out and chase something. And then I feel like, this is just me. This is just the illustration that I have in my head, yeah? As soon as we got out of lockdown, all of my mates were going out clubbing, doing everything that is lustful, right? Blah, blah, blah. And come on like let's let's be real here like me and i i indulge in that shit all the time or i have done in the past especially during uni years but you know there's a point where the shit doesn't satisfy you and until you build something that you're actually proud of in a sober state then you can be like you know what this is happiness because it lasts a bit longer than the 10 minute uh, satisfaction that we get all the three hours in clubbing where we're just like dancing about with drum mm. and bass music in the background until 4am where we inevitably have to get a kebab that will essentially make our bowels upset the next day you get me like it's yeah, it's inevitable yeah, bro yeah it's like a front yeah i think it's about that that's what it is is um the short-term pleasures, man. Yeah. Um, it's good to give yourself a little bit of short-term pleasures, but um, it's a lack of discipline, I believe, because, you know, discipline is doing something that you know is going to help you when you don't, but even though you don't like doing it, you know? Um, yeah. if, you look at, if you look at the undisciplined people, they are doing everything that's pleasurable as soon as, as soon as, everything that's like ASAP pleasurable yeah. in a hardcore manner. If you look at, you know, whether it's lazy people or whatever you want to class as people that aren't disciplined. Um, of course, you can have those times where you indulge and you do things right. We're human. We need to balance at the end of the day. Um, but I think people definitely need to. I think when you're young, there's so much of this mindset to do all these quick things. It's crazy because you know what, man, I wasn't part of it because I decided not to go uni. I, yeah. I, from six, I from six from straight, I decided not to go uni. I knew what I wanted to do. So, but I've seen the uni life, in it? I've got, got a couple of my G's in uni and oh, friends and that. Here and there, you know what I mean? Like, you got, to see what's up. you got to see what's up, right? You got to go to a couple motives here, a couple motives there. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, so I've seen, I've seen what it's like, but um, yeah. it's not for me personally, innit? So, yeah, man, it's just 
get cutting out those shorts and pleasures and just really asking yourself what you want to do, who you want to be, and understanding that if you keep pushing for these shorts and pleasures, you know, things that come good and that come really quickly, they're, they're just going to go as quick. Anything that comes really quickly is going to go as quick. Same with music, man. How many rappers do you see that pop off million streams, 100 million streams? You never heard of them the next year. Yeah, it's the same thing with kid actors, right? Like, if you give a kid a lot of money, he doesn't know what to do with it. He's obviously mm. treated irresponsibly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's this load of... It's just like student finance, right? Like, I'm sure yeah, you, yeah. you blew their student finance on Gucci and shit. That was huh? a UK brand to say. But, like, they've they've blown money on stupid shit like Hugo Boss, blah, 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 whatever, to look yeah. really, like... That's what a lot of the friends that I had in uni did. Mm-hmm. They used to buy gums. They used to buy, like, you know, hotels for all of the girls that they were seeing, blah, 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 you know? Mm-hmm. But I'm not saying that shit wasn't fun. And I'm not saying I wanted those my memories. Man, yeah. I definitely will. But I understand that just like a motivational quote that you see on Instagram that might give you an uplift of like five minutes and then you feel like you've done something in the day. It's not going to feed you in the manner that you want to be fed because you're going to have to get another one. It's just like a drug dealer. Uh, I'm not a drug dealer. Someone who uses drugs. You're going to want that next hit over and over again. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I'm yeah, at yeah. the point where I, I do echo the thoughts that I see because I put myself in front of things that I know would be good for me, right? So I need good messaging yeah. around me. But yeah. sometimes I look at that shit and I'm like, fuck discipline, man. Mm-hmm. Do you ever get to that point? Even though you know that it's detrimental to you, blah, blah, blah. In little amounts, yeah, in little amounts. There's times where, um, there's times where I'd say for me, it's not, it's not, it's not where I say, I can't lie. I never say fuck discipline. It's more of, yeah, I'm disciplined for a long while. If I'm not going to be disciplined, I still know I have to be disciplined. But cool, I'm just going to enjoy my moment because you have to be present. Of course, I never really say fuck discipline because I know the value that brings to me. And but truthfully, you only, I feel you only respect discipline like that when you've partake in it when you partake and you see the benefits you get from being disciplined in your mind and in your work and in your efficiency then you start to respect a little bit more and you start to res- build that respect for yourself as well so when you aren't disciplined you start feeling bad and that's what a lot of people this generation don't have they don't feel bad when they do other stuff which they, isn't, which bad. Is, they feel bad and they'll keep it in themselves and they won't feel guilty enough yeah. if action happens exactly yeah and that's why i try to have the balance with if I'm indulging in something, whatever it is, taking a break or whatever, it's like a, you know, 80-20, like most of my time is towards being disciplined and where I want to be because I know that's ultimately what's going to make me happy. And that's what's going to make me happy. It's what does make me happy and it's what I'm pushing for. And it's definitely not easy, but, you know, 20% of the time you need a balance in life. So um, definitely, like, I would never say, I ever say, like, you know, fuck discipline. It's more of, yeah, I might not be disciplined for, for a few minutes. You've definitely yeah. had that thought, though, right? Definitely what? Had that thought of like, you know what? Today, I'm just going to be a free bird. I'm going to say, yeah. we'll, we'll get to the point because you, you did say you have um, certain blockages in society that stop you from thinking a certain way. Remember mm-hmm. you said that? Yeah, yeah. I think that stems from phrases and quotes like YOLO. You only live mm-hmm. once. And it was yeah. portrayed over and over again because it gets yeah. you to that 
cycle of I need to indulge, I need to indulge because everyone else is indulging. But you can look at YOLO in the opposite way as well. You could even look at YOLO and say, I need to indulge or I only have one life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I need to make it. I need to get my shit intact. And of course, you know, when Drake was saying in the song, he's probably like, I fucking about, I mean, but for him, it probably means something more deeper, but that's how you look at it, man. And that's the thing. I feel like there's only so much that we can do to blame society for the situation that we're in, right? We know that ultimately we're responsible for this shit, right? Mm -hmm. If we're out here spending three, four hours on YouTube, this this is you're gonna hate this, whoever's listening to this, right? <laughs> if you spend three, four hours on YouTube, blah, 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 because I, I do it as well, right? Like I'm you know doing podcasts now. So guess what I have to do anyways? I have to listen to podcasts. So it's like a thing that is technically bad, but I can play it off as something that's productive right but mm. if i'm not reading my books and i'm not fueling my brain so that i can have these conversations and i can make connections to certain things then what am i doing it for mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. yeah and um i think the biggest thing is man you can't you can't blame yourself too much because what you said is, is right we, we aren't we can't blame ourselves for the situations we've been put in but we can blame ourselves from how we get out of it and handle them because you can't blame yourself, you know, where you're born, the way you're raised. Like, when you're a kid, you can't control these things. You don't have the mental maturity. Yeah. But once you start hitting your mature ages, your, your, mature, your mature years, sorry, that's when you can depict your life. And, you know, for some people, it's even tough because, you know, we see some people, as much as, you know, we might think we're down bad, we see some people and we're like, raw, okay, maybe I'm not down bad. That person doesn't even have any examples around him or her. Uh, him or her. So yeah. it's about having a responsibility to take yourself out of or fix the situation when you have the mental maturity to and i think we all know in the back of our minds when we're not doing something we should be doing that's when you know you have the mental mental maturity you know a kid may not understand that a kid will go about doing this thing getting you know involved in the wrong things without understanding that that's the wrong thing but you get to a certain age and a certain time in life where you know okay i shouldn't be doing this and that's where your mental your mental maturity hits in yeah man and you know, it, it sucks that this is, it sucks sometimes that this is the social media age, but obviously we can leverage it as a tool. We can make that like our business platform and then we can go in and out of it. And that's why I like, I just try and say to people, listen, if you're using it to promote a business or if you want to build a personal brand because you want to start something later on, mm -hmm. go for it, but go in and out, you know, post something, leave that, post something, leave the yeah. app, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, and another thing about like beating yourself up for not doing the right things, even if you do that too much, you could be led to the whole depression shit. Yeah. Right. Because you happen, yeah. you're so guilty, but you are not someone who is normally used to making actions. Yeah. So wallow in that guilt. Yeah. And it's tough because you're not used to yourself being progressive so to, to, to harm yourself or you know to blame yourself for not being progressive it's almost like well you're not progressive in the first place so how do we move with this and I think the answer to that is um spending some time to understand and know yourself and truly see your potential I think when you're in a low stage like that you can't be so demanding but mm. you should just and you should focus on progression that's the main thing look at the little things you can do better look at the tiny things you can do better and let that push you 
Yeah, um, that's why people like Jordan Peterson is so powerful, isn't it? Because he just says clean your room. And it's like, yeah, are you just are you treating me like a kid, mate? Like I don't want to listen to mm. this guy. Some people will say that about Jordan Peterson because of that one fact. But other people will be like, okay, let's hear what else he has to say because that sounds really piss easy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What do you what do you say people would call him, sorry? No, but because his main thing, the thing that blew him up was he started one of his uh sermons with this quote and it goes if you clean your room then you can sort out the rest of your life basically yeah yeah and i think that, yeah that's it how it stems from so you know how- exactly it sounds so basic yeah and people would look at that and be like you know what the hell is he talking about but it stems from you know starting being organized being disciplined and seeing where that takes you for sure yeah man i i wanted to talk about some rejections that you've got in the music industry so rejections and i know you just have you just kind of started your journey have you been doing nah, this so, i know you've been rapping um, but i don't know how much you've been publicizing your shit yeah i think so i, I really started releasing music in 2018 that's when i released my first single i was making music as a kid from like 12 to you know onwards i was learning beats and just messing about, you know, it just stemmed from interest. It wasn't, you know, I wasn't 12 year old saying to myself, I want to be a music producer, I want to be a rapper. It's just, you know, you indulge in it. It's like a kid when you play games, you just indulge in it and you see where it takes you. But I've been releasing music since 2018. Um, I haven't really had rejections. I've had, you know, like calling people. Like, I remember when I was like 17, yeah. I got a contact, I got a contact of this one guy, um, I want to say his name in like the industry. And I sent him some, bro, I sent him some long email. I was emotional, so emotional. Because the thing is, when I released the song, I was like, this is the best shit ever, bro. You done, bro. Who the fuck is Drake? I was just like, you know? So I sent him this email, some mad email. I'm like, yo, look, I'm next up. This and that, this and that. Yeah. And then he calls me. And then he was like, he he literally called me the the same night at like 1 a.m. And he sounds like um like serious and stuff and he's like okay um I want you to come to the studio tomorrow I've got like some project but then I was like no no it's almost you know sometimes in life you know you gotta be careful what you wish for because sometimes you don't want it it's yeah. not like you don't want it but you aren't ready for it yeah yeah, yeah. it wasn't so the right I, it, I think yeah, people can say that about relationships and shit so yeah yeah no true yeah you want it but it's it's not um you don't have the mental capacity to deal with it you know, yeah, exactly. There's a lot of guys out there who go for beautiful girls and can't take all of the stuff that comes with it. So when you're with mm. a beautiful girl, you know people are going to be looking at that girl. If you can't yeah. stop yourself from being jealous, or like you said before, hold yourself back from being emotional, you can't go for beautiful girls, bro. You're gonna have to stop, yeah. like Drake. You're gonna, yeah. have to, you know. But yeah, yeah no, hundred. Yeah. Back to this guy. Yeah, no. I'm ready for it. Sorry. You weren't ready for the opportunity or what? what happened? I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't ready. I just released one song and I thought I was ready to make an album, bro. So yeah. um, looking back, though, I don't regret doing that because it just showed the drive in me and then it ended up just not happening and I was just like, okay, it didn't happen. I don't know if there's been any more rejections. I don't think so. I'm okay. quite good in it, so I don't get rejected. I'm joking. What about rejections in life in general? Of course, there's been some shit in life, you know like, what I'm saying? Like, no, don't even go to a relationship one. Just go to something that really... Yeah. And then we'll kind of see how that's affected you positively. Um, I wouldn't call it necessarily rejection, but I remember as a kid in school. Yeah. And it's probably not to not to point out anything, but you know, it's probably because I'm brown. 
I see teachers care a little bit more about other students than some of me and my friends. Yeah. And if you put it down to anything, they were white. I'm not. Yeah. So it wasn't really a rejection, but it was more of like the times I did try to do. There were some, some hard teachers in our school and I was respect to them. But there were some where it's almost like that, you know, it, it's, just, it's just like bricked in. Um, so th- it wasn't a rejection, but it's more of like you try to do something and you try to help and you see other people get treated in the same, in, in a better way when they're doing less. And, you know, so that was, that's one thing in life I kind of picked up on is the treatment in school. It wasn't, it wasn't anything horrendous. It was more of like, I could see the intricate things and like, okay, I get the way you speak to this student compared to me. Yeah. Um, I think, I think teaching in general is messed up. I feel like teachers should go through a proper psychological understanding because i've seen teachers get emotional cry get angry you like you as a teacher you should not be get i'm sorry you, you can't cry you can't get angry and, and lose your crap you're de- you're an adult and you're dealing with kids you need to know how to be mentally stable and control these kids um yeah, man. whereas you know there's some, there's some teachers that don't get as much as they deserve sorry yeah, yeah, sorry? yeah. no some some teachers get locked in closets man like uh in year nine that's what my class did I'm not proud. No, you did. I didn't do it personally, but sure. I lost it and I definitely held the door for the <laughs> you know. Okay. I wasn't I wasn't that great of a student. Actually, I tell a lie. Academically, I was okay, but because mm-hmm. funnily enough, I was in a predominantly white school of like 80% mm-hmm. white people, 20% brown people, I had two options, right? I could either, you know be by the wayside, keep my head down, kind of do the right things, or I could, you know, try and make a name for myself, blah, 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 you know, try and act out. Essentially, that's what I did, right? But yeah, yeah. Um, you, I guess you do get treated a little bit differently in school. Like, I remember more than a few times, I would get a detention for doing a way less crime than a white kid had to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, one. Yeah, yeah. out in class or if I you know when um you know in an Asian household when an uncle tells you oh don't talk back to me because you have a point that's right and it's valid but you know because he's older you have to give him the respect like okay papa you know like I will I will bullshit, yield bro. to you that's basically what the bullshit, teacher bullshit. and I, I spoke back a little bit more because you know I was like no you respect yeah. me. I got detention you know three days away etc etc so yeah but if someone else was to say that different story right yeah exactly man it's just the thing is we have to realize that we all have biases isn't it yeah even us we have a complex about being brown Mm -hmm. you know i mean we all do it's 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 a fact right like um and i've gone so far as to take that complex turn it into something where it's like I'm okay to joke around about this because I was already being joked around about and mm. I would do the accent you know how many kids yeah, yeah. Indian accent to be funny yeah I've done that but you're not still doing that no, no, yeah. you gonna, I'm still doing it now bro yeah, yeah but you know it's like um you know do we just take the bullshit or do we kind of laugh about it yeah you know it's just dependent on what kind of person you are and I feel mm. like you can't joke around about yourself first. Then how are you going to take any criticism? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, all good, all good jokes contain three things as well. You probably know that from a J Cole line. 
Yeah. Did J. Cole say that? Yeah, yeah, he did say that, yeah. Yeah, man. Exactly, man. But yeah, in terms of rejections, like, not, not, not too many rejections, but more of, like, I've seen low-key disrespect and things like that. Yeah. I say more of in my life. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess that's the worst kind of shit because it gets you a little bit passive-aggressive, isn't it? You know what yeah. I mean? That resentment thing that you hold on to for a little bit too long. And then when you clock it, it's like you feel a lot lighter, but you're still like, fuck, why did I hold on to that for so long? Yeah, I think when, I, when you clock it, it's a bit of like, it's a bit of a realization. You're like, oh, that's why when I asked for help and I didn't get it, but they did. Yeah. They got it. yeah. yeah, it's just like, yeah, it makes you feel like, okay, it's what it is now. But, um, Hopefully you can just like, learn from yourself. Come out of the circle, innit? Sorry, I spoke over you again. That's yeah, how. That's why you're supposed to get out of the circle that you're in initially, because it's not mm. gonna. You're not just gonna be dropped somewhere, and it's gonna be the right place for you. No, yeah, exactly. You're that's that's go very true. And go in the exact spot that they told you you're gonna go into. You're gonna have to move and adjust mm. and move to that spot. Mm-hmm. I think kids need to kids need to be taught that a little bit more as well. Yeah, man, but they, they won't, right? Because we need workers. <laughs> yeah, that's why musicians like me come through, change. I'm joking, I'll do what I can. Do what I can. They tell you some nuggets. There's nuggets in the songs, guys. You better run up his Spotify now. I'm joking, man, yeah. We're putting snippets throughout this whole thing, and I'm joking. <laughs> come on, he's next up, bro. He said brown boy next oh, up man. in his song. What does that mean? It doesn't mean nabs on the track. That's not what it means. Right. You know what? That was that was another one of the criticisms I used to get. Oh, everyone used to thing. Yeah, everyone used to say I made a video on it as well. I haven't posted it yet, but um, yeah. everyone would say yeah. Nav blew first, Nav already did it. Um <laughs> for example, because I because on TikTok you have to make sometimes you have to make a cringy title in order to get their attention in the first few seconds. So I'll and I and I and I couldn't care less. So I would I'd make videos and it'd say um this is the next in, best Indian rapper. And it's funny when you read for the comments. It got to a point where I didn't, I, I loved the hate. It was so funny. I loved it. Um, but you know the hate's going to push you up more than anything, right? So you're like, Fuck Yeah, because, because with 20% hate, I get the 80% love. So it, it works, right? Um, but yeah, the comments about Nav will be like, Nav, Nav already blew. Um, I got some people defending me though, which was, which was hard. But um, yeah, it was an <laughs> um, interesting one. But it's, if they don't have something to critique you for, then you're doing something wrong. Yeah, man. 100. But yeah, man, no, it looks like you got your head screwed on in the right way, bro. I think uh, that's enough for me interrogating you. Um, <laughs> no worries, man. Been, the, been main, good. the main takeaway that I have is like, listen, if you want to do something in your life, just assess your circle because it kind of starts from there, innit? Like... 100. You're probably going to end up being the accumulation of your five best friends. Yep. I mean, like their values, mm-hmm. what do they hold important? Does it align with yours? If it doesn't, you're probably going to have to go stop. And the hardest thing with that as well, because as much as you might not want to admit it, family comes into that as well. And I've realized this as well. It like, mean shit, really. It, ca- it comes with. It ca- it, sorry? If they're not invested in both of you going up you know mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if it's family or friends if they're not if they're not aiding it or you know if they're definitely if they're being a detriment to it then you have to take it out man and that can be tough but it's what it is that quickly before you go actually like it's 
it's like the worst thing when you have had someone in your life for like three, four, five years. And you know that for two of those years, they've been a detriment to you. And you're getting to the point where you're like, if I keep this person in my life, then they're going to take away something that I can't afford to give away. Being money, being time, being, you know, my lungs, whatever it is, right? Yeah. So I guess, how, how do you even deal with that? Like, what are the full process behind, like, I need to get rid of this friend, but I have to do it in a tactful way because I don't want to hurt them. Um, the I biggest thing is question to answer, answer, but yeah, no, I think the biggest thing is, um, it is about putting yourself first, and it, there can be tough situations where you take you, you, you understand that you need to take people out of your life in order to put yourself first. But yeah. I do, I do believe that most of the times, you know, I had a friend, I had a friend speak to me recently, and they said, um, I can't cut, pe- I can't cut some people out of my life because then um they won't like respect what I do and they won't be in contact and they won't be there for me and I said if that's the case then they weren't the right people in the first place because if you deciding to put yourself first and they're going to be they're going to repel from that then what makes you think they're going to support you anyway they were telling me how I was just like look if they if 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 they're not the people to to respect you and be like you know what you do you if you need some time away come then they're worth taking out of your life you know that's I think the best way to look at it is if they're not going to support you for making a positive choice for yourself then they probably are the right people to be taken out of your circle yeah man it's just like you you can't look to what you're going to lose from losing that person but if you like I don't really cut people off I kind of just take time apart and then if they realize like okay this is why I've um, taken time apart then they'll probably come back to me anyways They'll try. Yeah, I think I'm. Yeah. I'm like, okay, you know what? You've changed, or you've done something. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna back you from now on. Then it's different, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. I'm the same. I don't. I, I never cut people off. Yeah. It's more of like a distance. Say how it is, and then they kind of get the gist. Um, because I, I think you know, cutting cutting people off can have a bit of a negative connotation to it. It's more of just distancing yeah. yourself. Yeah. And because No, I hate you. Now I'm never going to speak to you again. Like, no, nah, that's not how it is. Yeah. We're not babies, you yeah. know, we're adults, right? Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think when there's some people, there's only really mature people that you can speak to and be like, look, I'm going to take a break. And if they're really mature, they'll understand it. But for most people, they need, they can't have a cutoff because they will understand that you floating away from them was the cutoff, just spread out a little bit rather than them being emotional and being like, this guy doesn't talk to me anymore. So there needs to be that. Yeah. Almost like spread, you know, of like the smoke. So I thought that's, yeah, best way. Yeah, man. It's just, I guess it's just about entertaining a thought without accepting it. You know I mean? Aristotle said that actually. Explain more. What do you mean? So if you see something that you disagree with, and you don't take it into your psyche, if you don't allow it to rattle you, then you're educated. Because mm. you separate the feeling that you got from that, from the actual uh, thing that's happened. Mm. You know? It's like um, in this era, we're innately aware of um, certain things or issues. We have a gut reaction to pretty much everything. And in society social media 
it's perpetrated as okay because once you show a visceral reaction to something, you pop off more for it, right? You have mm. to be a little bit enthusiastic, charismatic to get past certain barriers on camera because if you're not, then people go to the next video. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess in that scenario, you have to ask yourself two questions. One is obviously the first one, can you entertain a thought without accepting it? And two, at the moment, you just accept an idea because it sounds interesting, because uh, someone you trust said it, or do you think about it a little bit more and look at it from the other angle? It's essentially looking at it from different angles, basically, is the point. Yeah. You know? No, 100, man. I agree with that for sure. For this sure. whole podcast, that's what we've been saying the whole time. Yeah, yeah, 100. But, um... Yeah, you had some questions that people asked you, and then we'll cut this off, bro. Let's go for them. Yeah, let's go through it, bro. Yeah, um, I had a few questions. Um, someone was asking me, what's my goal with music? Um, yeah. Which I guess I've, I've explained in some of my videos, but I understand what someone would say. So for me as an artist, it's really, I'm just trying to get in touch with my people a little bit, man. And when I mean, you know, my people, obviously I mean, you know, my South Asian community, but really anyone that's a dream chaser. and People can be cliche and say, well, you haven't necessarily done a song with Drake, so why the hell should I listen to you? But it's about, you know, being an example whilst you're coming up. And, you know, if someone has belief compared to someone that doesn't have belief, that's someone that has belief is somewhat, you know, at a different level to someone else. So for me, man, to, to answer that person's question is um, just pushing my, pushing my people to understand that let's step away from the mindset that our culture has kind of taught us with you know, going to school, not even going to school, with with doing things that are meant to be done, you know, whether it's getting a job or this and that. Because look, we're changing, man. We're changing the we're changing, but the values stay the same. That's the difference. Now look, things will also everything things will always change. Our kids might wanna marry a AI robot when we're in the future. In the, when when we have kids, our kids might want to freaking marry some AI robot. And we're gonna be like, what the actual yeah. We're going to be like, so So our parents are looking at something that looks so weird to them. We have to understand that we're going to have kids and see something that's so weird to us. So we have to have a level of understanding of being like, cool, we understand where our parents are coming from. They care for us. They want the best for us. But understanding that it's a different generation. They come from mostly a survival background where um, they, they, just, they needed to survive and they needed to put money on, uh, get money, put food on the table. And most of us, you know, some of them excelled in it and did very well. Some of us are still at the bottom. Some of us are in the middle. But now <clears throat> we have the opportunity to, cool, we have the food on the table. We have the food on this. We're not going to stay like that now. No point staying like that because maybe the last few generations, have, they've been staying like that. So now it's about doing what we can to push forward. And when I mean push forward, I don't even mean like make more money. And, you know, that, that comes with what you want in life. But it means doing what truly matters to you and finding your purpose in life it doesn't mean you know big big luxury things of course some people want big luxury things i want big luxury things so everyone does um, it looks too sexy to not want that you know what i yeah, mean exactly that, that's your marketing right like it's supposed to look sexy as fuck so you're like oh shit i need that new bag you know yeah but i know it I doesn't mean everything wanting a man bag before bro but now i'm like i want to get it you know what what marketing does it's the creation of demand g literally man 100 um putting purpose first any more questions you got um i think i can't remember a few more 
I think some of the people were talking about music in general. I know this podcast will come out at a later time, but I'm always releasing music. Every two months is my schedule yeah. for releasing music. Um, and from now on, I'm just going to be releasing music um, that is just true to me, true to me, giving some value to you guys, providing something that you guys can resonate with. And at the same time, it's sounding as hard as it can be and as good as it can be. Those are probably the main things for me. Real music, good music. Um, other than that, I don't have too many questions, you know. There's only a few hours on my story. Yeah, no, yeah. Calm, man. that's calm though. But um, no worries, man. listen, it, it seems like you uh, take that whole Dreamville mantra to your head, which is good to hear. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Um, and we're here for the dreamers, right? Like it, it, essentially, there is a lot of people who are stuck in the middle with inflation and all of this shit, you know, it's not a good place to be. So mm-hmm. we want to rise up. We have the resources. If we don't make something happen, then either it's the wrong thing or we haven't put in the work. One of the two. It's not going to be anything else, really. So go ahead and take some actions. See what you can do. Check out our viewers' music. Uh, obviously, this has been Kilimanjaro Podcast. Been a little bit more of a serious one. I do want to get him on here to be a little bit more like loose with it. But this is the yeah, yeah. and you know how we like to, we like to give the people shit that they don't want to hear, but if they do listen to it, then it will probably do them some good. It will probably make them angry enough to take an action. And I want you guys to be angry at me. That's what yeah, I want. Yeah, that's what we want. We want we want the attention, you know what I'm saying? We get attention. Give me the 80% exactly. and I will be content with the 20%. It's been Mizan. CJ is not here right now because he's ill. I took him out for my 25th. Um, so we went clubbing with all of my boys and shit. I may have done some shit on the night that I'll tell you guys in our little uh, Killy Talk things that we do. But let's just say... I felt like a uni kid again. And you know what I said about uni stuff at the beginning of this conversation. Take care, guys. Love, man. Love.